At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back at the South Point, primetime action. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Uh, let's talk some college football. Let's bring him in from collegefootballnews.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Pete Futak. That's F-I-U-T-A-K. Hat shamed once again. It's Peter Futak. How you doing, Pete? I'm doing just fine. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing very well. You're not wearing that hat, though, are you? I'm not. It's a good hat. Don't shame the hat. That's please. <laughs> Uh, all right, third. Let me start with the uh, the third version of the college football rankings. The third of six. Um, this is all going to work itself out, isn't it, Pete? There's no reason to get outraged, right? It depends on what you're planning on it working out as. Georgia's going to get in, so as long as that happens, doesn't everything else? We're just talking just for fun discussion. Uh, but yeah, these things usually work themselves out. And uh, but what we haven't yet in the college football playoff era is a slew of multi-loss Power 5 champions. It, you, when you say workouts, that means usually there are four pretty obvious one-loss or undefeated Power 5 conference champions, or we're debating over a, a fifth team that could like an undefeated Notre Dame in some years that probably should belong in. So it's usually pretty interesting like that. This year, we're talking about Georgia and a bunch of ugh, after that. So by workout, if that means that Ohio State wins out, uh, if there's a one-loss Big 12 champion, if Oregon wins out, then it's pretty clean. Anything other than that, and we're arguing. Well, that, that, just to clarify, that's exactly what I mean. So, like, this weekend, if Utah beats Oregon, Ohio State beats Michigan State, right? We don't have to worry about Oregon or Michigan yep. State in this conversation anymore. But what I will acknowledge is what I'm really worried about, because I'm embraced for this, because I've had people at ESPN tell me to my face Trust me, if Alabama loses to Georgia in any way in the SEC championship, they're not going to get in. And I, Pete, I do not believe them for one second. I am a thousand percent with you. And I think the, the interesting scenario you're talking about, because I, I, I know in the room in Grapevine, Texas, I've been there. I know the process. I know these people. There is a box in the corner that is the because it's Alabama clause. It's, in, it's behind a thing of glass that they break in case they need something, you know, to go to. Because you're right. Like, let's say it's a close game. Let's say it's an epic battle. Uh, Georgia wins on a late field goal, but Alabama looks awesome. All right, now let's say Ohio State's an obvious team that gets in and it rolls through, and, okay, Ohio State's in, we're good with that. 
let's say we have a, a one loss. I, I think Oklahoma State's the team no one's talking about. But let's just say Oklahoma State wins out. It's 12 and one. They're like, yeah, it's 12 and one Power Five conference champion. It's in. Like in your scenario, Oregon loses, and we're having the discussion over a two-loss Alabama team that America knows is probably one of the four best teams because it just played Georgia tough, or a 13-0 and Cincinnati that's played a bunch of that. At the very least, there will be a really interesting discussion for several hours if we get to that scenario. But, but Pete, isn't that why we switched to this format, right, where, we are, where we're trying to get to the actual four best teams as opposed to just whatever the numbers the computer was spitting out from the BCS era? Isn't that why we moved yeah. to this in the first place? It, yeah, and it's flawed, you know, because the problem with the old system is it had too much reliance on the AP and coaches' polls, which are just disastrously flawed. Uh, because of the methodology and the people who actually vote in those things are busy on Saturday watching their own teams, and that's it. Uh, but now it's based on a panel of judges. And they can say it's the top four teams, and for the most part, they've gotten it right. I mean, they re- there really hasn't been a truly egregious miss among the four so far. I mean, I, I would always – last year I would argue that Texas A&M – should have been was one of the four best teams over Notre Dame, but that's we're splitting hairs at that point. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what their job is is to say, okay, wait a minute, we've got this thirteen and zero Cincinnati team. But look, if you're really looking at it objectively, and that's what they've got, they've got their own proprietary stat system. They got these these cool funky iPads where they literally have like team A to team B to team C, and they you know, compare and contrast from there. Like, you could make an argument if San Diego State wins out. Let's say Utah goes to the Pac-12 championship, that San Diego State's actually be more deserving of the group of five programs over Cincinnati based on resume. Uh, But that's obviously not going to happen. So it really is about the meticulous way that they do this. And it's their job to come up with a four. And so far in the college football playoff era, they haven't really been put to the test that hard yet. College football, not a meritocracy. People just have to... Come to terms with that. Cincinnati, speaking of them, speaking of the Bearcats, since you bring them up, they're taking on SMU this weekend. Uh, they are double-digit favorites, but SMU, as I talked about with you earlier this week, they were the team we sort of circled on Cincinnati's schedule earlier this year as the one game that they might have trouble with because SMU could put some points on the board. Where do you stand on this game right now? Yeah, I'm not there only because SMU's defense is just okay. Uh, certainly it's the best team that they've faced since Notre Dame. And it's got the, it holds the distinction of being the only team that Cincinnati has played so far other than Notre Dame with a win over a Power 5 team. That includes Indiana, who's winless in the Big Ten. So at least it's a team. So if they come up with you know their big bag of mess that they've been playing with over the last month, yeah, they could lose to, to SMU. But they're going to be tested. Look, SMU is at least an okay team. I think the game at East Carolina is a funky curveball because that team's got a quarterback who's been there for 15 years, and they got a decent defense. And then, assuming all that goes fine, Houston's kind of uh, underappreciated. Now it's appreciated it's in the top 25, but that's a team that's playing all right, too. So at the very least, Cincinnati's going to play teams that aren't completely awful uh, like they have been over the last so, five, six weeks or so. Pete, in the elimination game between Michigan State and Ohio State, we got Ohio State favored by kind of 19, 19 and a half, something like that. So nearly three touchdowns here. One, is there any threat whatsoever in your opinion of an outright upset here? And then what do you think about that 19 number? Yes, and yeah, I don't like it. Uh, I, I, this should be a shootout. And it's kind of hard to see this not being kind of like the Michigan-Michigan State game where – First of all, Ohio State's defense has been better, but it hasn't exactly played a who's who of top offenses yet, uh, at least since it's played Oregon. And it's about to get tested. It's about to get tested by a Michigan State offense that can move the ball a little bit. Obviously, Kenneth Walker is great. He's going to get his yards against this defense. But on the flip side, the Michigan State defense hasn't stopped anybody over the last few weeks, and that includes uh, uh, Maryland and its passing attack. So, uh, I would. I think this is going to be a shootout, but I think it's going to be just close enough to get within the 19 and a half. And I wouldn't be shocked if Michigan pulled this off out. Michigan State pulled this off outright. I don't think it's going to happen. I do think it's going to be a fight into the fourth quarter. 
and then boom, 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 C.J. Stroud hits his NFL wide receivers for a few big plays, and everyone can kind of breathe easily in Columbus then. Is Alabama-Arkansas the game we're overlooking? Alabama's a 20-point favorite, but Arkansas, who seemingly plays a tough game every week that they're on the field, this is a little feisty football team, and I'm wondering if this is the, you know, at least if we get an upset alert alert at some point during this game? Absolutely, and uh, you just in that sentence pretty much described my Cincinnati problem where, okay, yeah, Cincinnati's got one great win, but look at Arkansas. Hey, yeah, you beat Texas. That's a no big deal win. You beat Texas A&M. Okay, okay, now beat Auburn. Now beat Florida. Now beat LSU. Now beat Alabama. Now beat, like, the just the weekly grind that these Power 5 programs have to go through, and you're right. Arkansas is it, but they're bull eligible already. They're, they're, they're playing well. They've got just the type of style uh, to show up and give Alabama a hard time. And, and let's see if Alabama can really put this all together because they've been good. I mean, they were great against Ole Miss. They were great against Mississippi State. Obviously had problems with LSU, had problems with Florida, had problems for too long against LSU and Tennessee. Uh, but let's see if Alabama is starting to kick it in already and, and is in playoff mode at this point because it is, if it really is that good, it should be able to, to handle Arkansas, who's good but doesn't necessarily have the firepower. That's a team that plays more on balance and just all-around solid play than anything spectacular, and that's what Alabama can bring if it gets going. Pete, we know Oregon is in as we sit right now. They head on the road as underdogs out to Utah. Do they leave still in, or is this the week they are now out? I mean, I don't want to – my problem is I've had this one picked as Utah for the start of the season, and I don't want to, like, try to make my own narrative come true here by making a pick happen. But, yeah, if you look at Oregon since it got to the college football playoff in the national championship game in 2014 – there has been every year that one game in November, that one November road game, where it just doesn't work. And they looked pretty good against Washington State last week, but they've been so up and down since that Ohio State win. Obviously, the Stanford loss really stings. And Utah's playing great. They took a little bit of a week off against Arizona, but their lines are fantastic. This running game is outstanding. I think this is where they get them. I think if we know the the Oregon playbook of the last several years, they lose this game, they get by Oregon State, which isn't a layup either, and then they go win the Pac-12 championship by beating Utah in a rematch. It's like, oh, well, if they had won that game with Salt Lake, they would have been in the playoff. And uh, they just missed out. Then they go to the Rose Bowl, and then they win that game over whatever Big Ten team shows up there. Pete, 30 seconds, favorite bet that we did not mention. I'm... I'm, I'm struck on Wisconsin against Nebraska. Nebraska's rested. They're playing with house money, but they're killing everybody right now. I think it's going to be a, a lower-scoring tight game than people think, but I think that they cover that by pulling away late because that defense is playing at a historically high level. Pete Futek, everybody. Thank you, Peter. Enjoy college football this weekend. Later, guys. Pete Futak, F-I-U-T-A-K on Twitter, collegefootballnews.com. When we come back, winner video for Kelly already. Minutes left in the third quarter, already a winner video. And JVT him. hit his Hornets bet against Washington as well. He didn't get one. He didn't get one. He didn't get one. We'll come back. We'll do uh, most and fewest wins in the NFL this year. You can bet on those markets. And Matt comes to terms with the fact that the Titans are the correct answer. It's next in Beeson's Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on VSIN's prime time action. Don't forget our college basketball guide is out. It is 10 American dollars. Season long odds, trends, power ratings, analysis for every team. Matt Humans, Greg Hoops Peterson, Tim Murray. What more do you need? What more do you want? This is true. $9.99, man. But if we want to get that, in Cuban pesos? Yes. It's going to cost you 240 240 Cuban pesos. All right. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. There you see uh, Gonzaga. Oh, and Kansas on the cover. I say we little did, we did a little... Uh, a little duel. A little duel action. Yeah. Little, uh, they're like they're dunking one after another. Yeah. Okay. Like like the, you wrap like, up your dunk, and then I'm going to dunk like after it's, uh, <laughs> Like it's the Harlem Globetrotters around here. <laughs> right. <whatever. Yeah. laughs> I don't think that's illegal. I, don't I think they should go shots. to a different basket, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Milwaukee 78, Lakers 77, 327 left in the uh, third quarter. Got to be honest, I'd tune into a game that had two balls on the court at one time. <laughs> That'd <laughs> yeah. be fun. Shooting at the same basket. Like just play like a game, one. one game with two basketballs on the court at the same time. And then you, ha- you don't know which end to defend. Like, you know, do you play defense? Do you play offense? Like, what's going on? Did you ever go see the Harlem Globetrotters as a kid? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I was mesmerized. Oh. I was like, wow. Because you didn't realize you could even do all that stuff with a basketball when they're spinning around their necks and they're doing all these things and, you know, stuff like that. Also, when you're a kid, you like, you really, I was like, wow, this team that they keep beating, man, they must be sad. <laughs> like, I, I saw it a couple of times as a yeah. kid, too. Jeremy, like, give me a winner video. Giannis, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 you did PRA, right, Kelly? Yeah, points, rebounds, assists. He's got uh, currently 35.7 rebounds, three assists. That'll get it done. I mean, that was, a, that was a quality, quality bet on your part, and it's very good to get home in the third quarter. Yes, it is. As well. I mean, yeah, the, the Harlem Globetrotter stuff, though, that, that was the stuff as a kid that you just, you know, just mesmerizes oh. you. It was crazy. I was like, how does he dribble? This like guy that? comes up and blows you a, blows you a balloon animal. I also like, like you I, get like a he just yeah. bends a balloon into the shape of a sword and hands yeah. it to you and you're, and you're just like, kind of like <gasps> this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life and it's sorcery. like and you're just like it took him four seconds to learn how to make that there balloon was a, there was a kid in, co- kid in cover who played college ball down in South Florida who, who couldn't make it into like you know any of the leagues like your like Euro League or anything like that he's a professional it, balloon animal maker it, no 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 and he got he got <laughs> drafted by the Globetrotters which oh. is like the Globetrotters oh. draft which is kind of comical because they do want like they'll draft like like a few celebrity celebrity names just so it makes headlines somewhere. Oh, really? And then they draft like real players. So I was beyond fascinated with like, okay, so you're a real college basketball player. How do you make the transition from that to being a globetrotter, right? Like, do you have, what tricks do you have up your sleeve already? What do you have to learn? And it was, it's a little half and half. I have a, I have a legit question I'm about to ask. Do they still exist? I think so, yeah. Okay. But like imagine, like imagine, I want to know what like Globetrotter like boot camp is like, right? Because they got to show you like the basics, right? Like how to spin two, you know, two balls like at the same time, like something like that. Yeah, they're still they're still around. Uh, they've done exhibition games in 124 countries. Wow, amazing! I, I think I I think I saw them in Russia. Founded in 1926. The Washington so Generals. That's how far back they yeah, go. Yeah, the wow. Washington Generals, of course, is their their foil that they always beat. But I just remember, as a as a kid watching, like, I guess it was Curly Neal dribbling, right, mm-hmm. and just thinking, how is he not in the NBA? 
Right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. he's so much better than all of them. Yeah. Right? You know, you're yeah. just mesmerized. This guy right? just blows past everyone. <laughs> he's incre- He dribbled through that guy's <laughs> legs. It's incredible. I love here. It says uh, they have 73 championships, it says. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> championships. <laughs> and they play one team. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty impressive. And, of course, the uh, song Sweet Georgia Brown, famous. That was the other thing. All right. Odds to finish the regular season with the most wins. This is interesting. You can bet on this at DraftKings. Packers, Titans, Cardinals, all 8-2, and two, and all with just patsy schedules the rest of the way. Titans come in with the easiest. Eric Eager had them with the easiest schedule as well, remaining strength of schedule. Cardinals, fourth easiest. Packers, fifth easiest. Man, oh, man. So this will come down to, a lot of this will come down to, what do you think the team's situation will be come week 17 and 18? Clinch division, still fighting for a number one seed. And then if they can't get the number one seed, you want to avoid, let's say, the four seed in the NFC because you don't want to play the Rams, let's say, right? So there's you got to factor in all of that to this. First of all, would you bet this if you could? If you had, if you were in a market that had this, probably not. At least, prob- at least not today, right? Because there's still an incredible yeah. amount of so many variables, motivate, yeah, motivational yeah. factors, injury factors, all the different things that are still kind of playing into this. I mean, you, know, you look at the Cardinals, and you know, we don't know, we don't know if Kyler Murray's going to play this week, or we not, right? So you you take a look at the te- a team like the Cardinals, which is now you know, yeah, they've got eight wins. As we sit right now, but I mean, are you super confident in them this week if Kyler Murray doesn't play against the Seahawks? I mean, probably not, right? I mean, they're only as we sit right now, they're only two and a half point favorites, and so I mean, like if he plays, what it moves to three, maybe three and a half, like maybe it moves across the three. I I, I don't know, but so I don't think you're incredibly confident in them even if he does play. So yeah, it's just it's not. A, I don't think it's bettable for me today. I'd agree. I think the Cal- think, oh, I'm sorry, Kelly. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, the Packers and Titans are the rightful short shots. But oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah, no yeah. way you could bet that at 3-1. to one. Mm-hmm. I, I, So I think you'd have to go further. Like, if you were to bet it today, I do agree. I don't think you could bet this right now. But to me, you'd have to go further down the board. And I'd probably look at Bills and Chiefs. Like, just for – you're getting 40-1 to one on the Chiefs. In theory, they're two losses behind the Titans – like, if I had to bet it today, that's probably where I'd end up throwing a few bucks on. I know they've got the third toughest remaining schedule, but it's really if I believe the Chiefs are going to get back to a top-notch team, then they're going to be battling. There's going to be an AFC battle for that number one spot. This, we're going to get to the regular season with the least wins coming up. The most wins is much more difficult for all the reasons we're stating, right? Because if you take a team, because the, 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 the fewest wins, not the least, the fewest wins, they don't have the burden. We don't have the burden of handy as handicappers of you know these playoff considerations or these division considerations. They're just bad, right? And they're going to lose football games. But in this case, let's take the Cowboys, right? Because of all these teams, the Cowboys, I think we think is probably the one team that has the clearest shot at their own division. And by the way, they only have two losses too, right? They played one fewer games than the Packers, Titans, or Cardinals. But they probably will have the least competition in the NFC East. Is that a good thing for this market or a bad thing? I don't know, because if the Cowboys decide at some point we're going for the number one seed, forget the division, then they're going to still try to win games. But if you look at the teams that are in more competitive divisions and conference, you know, divisions, they're going to be pushed to win no matter just what. in the division yeah, no matter I, I, what. I get your point. Yeah, you could you could hit a point where if you bet this now, like let's say you bet the Cowboys or Titans now, if right. they – if they lose a couple games, then all of a sudden the uh, they're, they're maybe not in the race for that number one seed, but you're in the race back in the race for the divisional seed. You'd almost want to make sure you're betting on a team that you think is going to be in the race yeah. for both. I of mean, those. I, if you look at the, I think the Bills are probably, I mean, ten to one because even though that strength of schedule says thirteenth next to their name, it's like it depends on what do you believe of these teams. So, like, yes, they play the Colts this week, and the Colts are are you know. In theory, a good team. They're seven point favorites against the Colts, right? Like, so they're a whole touchdown favorites against the Colts. They play the Saints the next week, which again have a winning record. So it, as far as strength of schedule goes, it has a Saints much higher. They'll be 
they'll be a four-point favorite against the Saints, right? I like, think it's going to be similar to whatever the Colts are. Yeah, and so then you kind of like go down. The the real thing that's probably bumping that up is is they play Tampa Bay still. But, again, we have real questions about Tampa Bay, yeah. right? And so I, I think when you see that strength of schedule for the Bills remaining at 13th, it's still, you know, yeah, Colts, they're good, middling, whatever. But, I mean, they're touchdown favorites over them. The, the Saints, yeah, whatever, they'll be four to six point favorite depending on you know how this week goes so it, it, it's it's so tough because by definition you must be the number one seed in either the nfc or the afc to win this market right that you have to be that to win this to have the right. most wins yeah. it, it's going to be fascinating if we fast forward to week 15 and 16 inevitably there's going to be two or you know one or two teams in each conference that we can already tell they're too, it's too unrealistic for them to get the number one seed so they're going to be just fine being the two mm-hmm. or the three again maybe not the four because yeah. in the NFC that that's a messed up spot to be in so it's it's just so hard i think you're right like i think we're i think we're a couple weeks shy of betting this with confidence, or, or I mean, if you were, if you were, it has to be a longer shot, right? Like, you right, c- you cannot bet it one of these short shots. Or, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the Bills is probably maybe Matt. You, you and, said is probably the best of those. The well, because shot. so yeah. they have. If if we think that the Titans with that easy schedule and whatever, so like, yeah. so the Bills would have a reason to play all the way to the end, right? Like, right. like they would have a reason to play all the way to the but end. But you see, I think the Titans want to give Derrick Henry as much time as possible, so they're incentivized to get the number one to have at least mm-hmm. one week of rest. So three to one's just not sexy enough to bet it. It's interesting. We'll do the, uh, the fewest wins in the National Football League. That's a little easier. And, uh, yes, it is the usual suspects. Yeah, not as many teams. Yes, <laughs> the ones you would consider. Not nearly as many variables. They're just bad. We'll do that next on VEASAN's Primetime Action. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VEASAN, the sports betting network. And now we return to another episode of Primetime Action. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. We were just looking at the uh, odds to finish the regular season with the most wins. That's a little complicated. Complicado. A lot of variables that you got to consider. Not so much the case with the fewest wins. These teams don't have to worry about playoff considerations, seeding, anything like that. They're just bad at football. Here they are, the usual suspects. Lions, 0-8-1. They are minus 200 to end up with the fewest wins. That corresponds with the adjusted season win total market we looked at yesterday where they're at one and a half. Eric Eager said he had, what, 1.6, something like that. Texans, plus 250. And then the Jets and the Jaguars all the way at 18 to 1. And uh, Kelly just has it in for the Bears and Dolphins fans by putting them up there. Well, I, I feel like there would have been a lot of questions of like, well, who those four teams make sense. Who's next? Yeah. No, that, that's, how, that's how big of the jump it is. I would have asked. I mean, it's a two-team race, right? You would yeah. think. Yeah, I mean, you would definitely think so. But is eighteen to one not a little enticing? Like on the Jaguars, it is actually. <laughs> like, it is. The Jets' schedule is thirty-first. So they have the second easiest. Oh my God! The Lions have the eighth hardest. The rest of the way. I know, right? Like, oh God! <laughs> really? Besides Thanksgiving, where are they getting a win? We'll yeah, see. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's. Them. I don't think I would. I mean, like this one, if I had to bet, I mean, hey, I don't think you could lay two dollars on the Lions just because these other teams are so bad too. It's no fun. I think I would have to take one of the longer, sh- like the eighteen to one teams. The Jets' defense is bad enough where that would be the flyer, right? But yeah. they're, even though their schedule is easy, their defense has given up what forty three point eight points a game well, for the then last what we, four like, games. I mean, we basically are, they're basically waving the white flag for any game that they're rolling out. Joe Flacco, Joe for, right? Flacco, ladies and gentlemen, your starter. And I totally believe the reason they're doing that is so they don't have to experience a possible Mike White. Zach Wilson quarterback controversy. Yeah, you were saying that during a break. I, 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 I think that makes a lot of sense. But then, like, you are literally la- waving the white flag until oh, he, yeah. until he returns, oh, right? For sure. Well, I mean, you you are two and seven. You're not going anywhere, right? The only interesting thing, I guess, this year in all of this is you've got the Lions and the Texans 
who need quarterbacks, but there isn't a there isn't one of these quarterbacks that is like definitely the number one dude that you would take with the number one overall pick. And so not saying that the number one overall pick isn't valuable this year. It's always valuable. You can trade it to whoever who needs whatever. Yeah. But see where you're going, yep. It's like there isn't there there isn't the same motivation as there has been in years past of like let's definitely secure the number one overall pick, right? Yeah, because otherwise we'd be talking right now of like which of these teams do we believe in will do the right thing to take? Because yes. like, both of those teams need quarterbacks, no doubt about that for sure. But like we've gotten, I mean, we, like I said, I've started to look at these mock drafts and stuff, and like you know, yeah, some of them have two or three quarterbacks going in the first round, but none before like the eighth pick, and you know, and those like, aren't and those aren't the only teams that need quarterbacks. Three and six Washington, three and six Giants, maybe. Yeah. Four and five Falcons. I mean, there there are teams that need quarterback. Falcons could have drafted one last year, but they decided to go Kyle Pitts. So you're right. It's not a quarterback heavy draft. So it's like so. I guess what I'm saying is like the incentive of if we get to week sixteen, right? Lions might still be trying to win. Like the Texans might still be trying to win, and some of these other teams at that point, maybe the motivations have switched just a little bit somewhere along the way or whatever. So like that's the only thing that's a little bit scary about this one is if this was last year where there was a Herbert and a Burrow and a whatever, or two years ago, whatever it was, if there was if there was something like that, or even this year, last year when it was Lawrence was, you know, the overwhelming number one, I'd be like, oh, one of those teams is gonna, one of those two teams is going to lose out for sure. Like the front office, as we said before, will make sure of that. You mean right? you mean there's no tanking for Kenny Pickett, right? You know, it's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> tanking for Matt Corral, take it for Pickett. So that's one of those things where you know that's the only thing that's scary about this market to me. So yeah. I think they'll actually play it all the way to the end because again, if you're if you have the third pick, it's kind of like well, I mean. Whatever. Would you bet? So you would not bet this, right? I don't now. think I'd bet this one. Yeah. I don't think I'd bet this one. Oh, well, we tried. We Honestly, didn't. I'm going to make money if the Texans just lose anyway. So. How about the fact that, uh, did, did it scare you at all that Dr. Eager said he goes, he thinks the Texans will win a, f- a few games here down the stretch? Because he, he mentioned something like that. I don't think he said it quite hey, like that. A few games is fine. Oh. I mean, I th- he said basically what we've all thought were, okay, at least if. If Terod Taylor's playing, you at least have a heartbeat. Where like a few games is fine. Three, <laughs> you are allowed to win three more games. I've already said that would be the most unbelievable beat ever if Matt lost. You're, the you're allowed Texas to win there. three more games. I mean, I don't want him to lose it, Gil, but don't you kind of want to see him win three games? Like I want to see it be interesting. <laughs> just get uncomfortable. I don't want to see him lose. I just want to see it get uncomfortable for a second. They beat the Jets in week 12. They beat the Jags Jags in 15. (laughs) Let's say the Jets. No motivation for the Titans by week 18. (laughs) It's going to be great. Oh. Yeah. No, that's it. Yeah, they beat the Chargers or the Seahawks or something like that, and then you have to sweat out whether the Titans are going to like sit players or not. Oh God, that would be. Ugh. Can't you see this Titans Texans game this weekend though? Can't you see like the Titans winning it by three? Oh yeah. Oh, I can for sure. The, the 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 offense for the Titans since Derrick Henry went down has been poor, but T- Tannehill says he felt horrible last week. By the way, he felt sick, so I don't know if that's an excuse. But I mean, will they get AJ Brown full full game? Will they get Julio back? Because AJ Brown, every time you look up, he's leaving the field for for a few. It plays. really is incredible. Yeah, he's the guy of like where we talk about like. Uh, you know, Kenny Holiday, like, always being the king of questionable and stuff. It's like, AJ Brown really is the guy who's like, oh, he's on the field, and yeah, now he's off. Now he's off. And now he's back on. And now he's back on. Yeah. Well, I mean, Julio can't come out. He's on IR, so, like, he's oh, he's out okay. for sure. So, it's, it's like, it's one of those deals where the, the t- ten and a half, like, I haven't bet it, and I probably won't because it's the, ty- the Texans. Right, that's the problem. But, like, ten and a half does seem a bit much. It does. It seems a bit much. Yeah. It does. I'll acknowledge that. Yeah. But, hey, I'm not going to bet it. <laughs> These just so hard no. to put your money behind. We said that all on Monday. Where it was like, that feels too much. Jason, but... Jason Weingart, when he would he would model baseball, and you know how bad like the, the Tigers or the Orioles would be in any given season, and he'd be like, you know, my numbers say that the Orioles have a huge edge tonight, but do I really want to put four <laughs> figures behind this outfit and exactly. sit there for three hours and wait for that to happen? No. It... Of the of the line movements since we were talking about stuff, and I mean again, we, we we keep saying that this the Eagle team keeps taking money. It's moved to two. So it was 
at some books, the Saints opened as favorites in this thing, and it flipped instantly to Philly. But, like, yeah, I uh, that. then it got to one, one and a half. Now it's at two in favor of Philly um, over at DraftKings. So, like, the, the Eagles just continue to, to take money. You like, believe you think it's bet every week. You believe the Christy Andrews theory? Christy Andrews, who runs the South Point uh, Sportsbook behind us, you know, why I asked him, why do, why do the wise guys, right, the supposed wise guys love the Eagles so much? And he thinks that it's because the defense, like that they, they're betting the Eagles' defense, which I guess is about as good an explanation as any. But who knows? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, the, there was always those underlying metrics, right, that they were supposed to be better than what, they were, what we were getting on, on the scoreboard from, from them. Um, it's, it's panned out the last couple of weeks. But, again, yeah, I just don't know this week in particular – yeah, this I, whole well, power running thing against right, the Saints, I, I, it's just that's how well is that going to hold up against the Saints? I, I, I don't know. There's super, the one the one thing the Saints still do well, right? Like yeah. the the secondary can be had. The offense we're not in love with since Jameis went down and Kamara's nicked up and all that. But like the one thing they still have is a run defense, and so this power running game against that the Eagles have kind of taken in the last three weeks. I, I just don't know. I mean, like. Situation neutral, running the ball nearly seventy percent of the time, is that going to work against the Saints? I doesn't know. I mean, that's the weirdest thing about. It. I mean, this team's been tough for me to figure out since the beginning. I, I thought they were at the beginning of the season. I thought they were going to be one of the league's worst teams, and I, I think they're much better than that right now. But like Matt did a great job pointing this out a couple weeks ago of just like how much their offense did change yeah. in a blink of an eye, like a month ago. Of how, you know it was so heavy Jalen Hurts early on. And now it's, like, so heavy running. I, this is a game this week I want nothing to do with. I, I mean, the only way I would would have wanted to look at that is being able to tease up the Eagles when it was on the other side. But this, I'm not laying the points with the yeah. Eagles, and I'm not doing anything of the same. I'm from Louisiana, and this one might not make a TV for me this week. Wow. <laughs> like, I, I, this one might not even make one of the TVs this week. Hertz had 53 yards rushing this past week. Howard, 83. Boston, 81. Yeah. 214 rushing yards for the Eagles last week. And again, their defense has allowed 18 points or fewer for fifth times, five times this season. I don't know. By the way, we should we should probably get the uh the weather guy in weekly now, also, because we're at that time of the year, right? Mr. Kevin Roth? Yeah. I like it. Because uh we should probably keep an eye on all that. As Thanksgiving approaches, but as we established earlier on the show, I guess we're skipping Thanksgiving this year. Yeah, there's no Thanksgiving. There's no, this year. Well, there's no Thanksgiving for us. We'll be here. We'll be here. Yeah, we'll be there's here. No Thanksgiving for us. I'll be here twice. I'll be here in the morning previewing Thanksgiving games. Mm-hmm. We'll be here with primetime action for the late night Thanksgiving game. We'll come back. We'll preview the late night NBA action. It's Meeson's primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Black Friday offer is here right now when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special. You also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all of our experts' sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. It's a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VSIN.com. Slash subscribe during one of the breaks. Kelly came over and showed uh, uh, some of the uh, primetime action designs, and your review of those was what, man? We got some work to do. <laughs> we got some work to do. We got some work to do. You know, but it's okay. They're, they're, we're going to make it. This is why it's a, it's a work in progress. We were just talking yeah. about how I don't know how we got on this subject, but we were just talking about old Vegas sports books that have come and gone. And you know what? I, I couldn't even remember the name for like five seconds. But at one time, what would you say, like six years ago, seven years ago? Oh, it's longer than that. Over like a decade ago. But like when it was in its heyday. Seven, yeah, like, seven, like I think a decade ago was when it was really, because there wasn't like. We're talking about Legacy It was a Stadium. newfangled deal because it was the yeah. it was the bar, like sports book bar thing, which like had, here in Vegas was just, everything was just straight sports books, right? Yeah. Like you just went and sat in your seat That's and right. like that was just. So we're talking about Legacy Stadium, which was in the for lack of a better term, basement, but it was really yeah. the bottom floor in its own little nook at Palazzo. Yeah. And it was at the time, now we think about Circa as like this, you know, Shangri-La of sports books, which is just massive. And like the casino is almost built around this jewel of a sports book. Um, but Legacy at that time was, it was so interesting because you said it off air, you ha- there was no casual foot traffic. It was, you had to go there yeah. on purpose and many of us did, and you look back on it now, and you're like, the screen sucked. Um, the food was mediocre. But Ooh, I yet, liked the food. You did? I'm a, well, I'm an Emerald Lagasse guy, so, like, I'm, yeah, I you know, I'm, I, like, I like Cajun food. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't the Cajun food that was bad. I just didn't think it was good quality at the time. But maybe I have a bad memory of it. But the, I just remember it was, it wasn't very efficient in terms mm-hmm. of the seating and all that. Anyway, um, I'd for completely forgot about it, and we were just talking about it. And you were talking about, and this is where I was getting to with it, that this was in the early days of CG technology. That was yeah. the book that was there. This was the early days, Canner Gaming at the time, of in-game betting. And I remember I used to talk to Andrew Garud, who was the lead developer of the Midas algorithm. He was a British derivatives trader who helped build their in-game machine. But it was literally like one game a day. And it, and it, but it was an actual machine too. Like you, you would go <laughs> and they would load the money onto the machine. Like yeah. you, and then, and then you would give them your driver's license as, as exchange for this actual, like, you know, five times as big as an iPad, essentially, like thick as an iPad. And it'd be, they would, there'd be a feature game, whatever the feature game might be. Right. And then it would just roll up live bet, betting opportunities on this little, iPad thing that you got, and that's how you live let back. So I went there for an NBA Finals game one time. I loaded $1,000 onto the machine. I left with $1,021, and I had made 190 bets in the course <laughs> of the game. Because you could, they would do like, will you make the, will this guy make the free throw or not? Like, like, and you could just instantly bet yes, no, yes, no, yes. 190 like, bets for 21 bucks. Yeah, 21 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 like, it would be because you bet on every free throw, every everything. It'd be like, will this guy make the free throw? Will this guy make the free throw? Will, will, will this, will the next shot be oh, or whatever, so, whatever? So it was like next play betting. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was in, it was in game. So it had like three little screens. So, like, it would be like, there'd be like play, then just like the running game lines. And right. then I forget what like the third. So there was three different ways to bet. And you realize too that you end up, you'd, you'd leave the game, you're like, I didn't watch a single didn't watch play. A single, I didn't like, watch a single you had no thing context. of that game. I was just sitting there poking buttons on this thing like the whole the whole time. God, and that it, when we're talking about it, it seems like we're talking about the year eighteen seventy three. Yeah, I know. And what we're really talking about is twenty eleven and twenty twelve. It's so it's I mean, it's that's how far we have come. Wow. In in all of this, I know it is. It's absolutely crazy. You know, Gil. I know that we. It's a it's it's a sore subject. 
But if uh, if we were still in Survivor, oh yes, the play of the week's the play of the week is Tennessee. Yes, um, let's just review. Let's just take Circus Survivor. Because ninety nine percent of the people still have Tennessee. Circus Survivor has one hundred and seventy three entries left. Tennessee is in. I think almost every single, almost everybody has them. Yeah, ninety nine, one hundred seventy one of of them have. Oh, okay, have, there you yeah, go. So ninety nine percent of the people have Tennessee left. And for Thanksgiving, right? Four days later. Four days later, yeah. Four days later, one hundred seventy one have New Orleans. One hundred seventy have Vegas, the Raiders. One hundred seventy two have Chicago. All have Detroit. So Thanksgiving is going to be fascinating. But you're right. This this weekend, I'll just because I had my uh, who I was going to play mm-hmm. if I were still available. It was either the Browns or Tennessee for me. Yeah, Browns versus the Lions, Tennessee versus the Texans. So. If you had the Browns available, which, as we sit right now, 57% of people do, which is 98 of the people remaining. So if I was power ranking, if I had them available, it would be Browns for me because they have no future value whatsoever. Right. None. I agree. Like, you're not going to confidently play them mm-hmm. again the whole rest the whole rest of the year. Like, that, that's not going to happen. Yep. Um, that's the way to do it. But if you don't have them available – then it's it's got to be it's got to be the tight. It's got to be. I actually don't. I actually think Sunday is going to be the lull before the storm, like the lull after the storm and the lull before it. Because mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's going to get eliminated this week. You never know, but I think it'll be a respite before Thursday. And really, the worst people think Thanksgiving's the worst. Oh no, next Sunday. So not this Sunday, but next Sunday, the Sunday after Thanksgiving. God help everybody who's left because there is not a single obvious matchup on the board that Sunday after Thanksgiving has always been the most difficult survivor day. And so it's 173 right now. I'm thinking by the end of the month, it is fewer than a hundred. Cause you look and like the other big favorites of the week, obviously the, the bucks are on there. You would like to think that there's future value in the bucks, but then also look giants coming off of a buy. Like, I think that bucks, line's too big. Line's bucks too big. Looking shaky. Yeah. I, oh, I, I should say that I, I put in a, a plus 11 ticket on the uh, on the Giants there. So that's if, you know, again, I, I there's a lot of things that kind of point me in, in this direction. I do understand, yeah, 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 Giants on the road and all this stuff. Like, look, home field advantage, we've already figured this out. Like, home field advantage, unless you're playing in, if you want to call it the Superdome, if you want to call it maybe in Kansas City or something like that, and even yeah. then, one point tops, right? Everything else is like half a point to negligible to none. Like, I mean, it's so, you know, certainly Tampa's not any sort of home field advantage, you know, in a, in a game like this. And so 11 just seems like a lot of a team coming off of a bye who had a chance to kind of watch the breakdown of this Bucks team last week and the different deficiencies that they have on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, maybe they have a chance of getting Saquon Barkley back this week as well. And so I, I think that there's – I just think 11 is too much. So anyway, I did, I did take that. But – the Bucks do provide future value if you think that they're going to eventually right the ship. And then all that also, like, I don't know, man, it's kind of scary. That game's kind of scary. It is a little scary. By the way, the last thing about this was the Titans being 8-2 and two and virtually everybody still having them available. Think about what that really is saying, that the Titans have beaten so many quality opponents, as we know that they have, that no one has ever considered using them. Mm-hmm. Not a one. Because they're always beaten up. Even with that eight and two record, they're always beating up the good teams, and so you're just getting around to having opportunities on the Titans from here on out. You'll have several opportunities to use them. But I'm with you. Cleveland's probably the most optimal play for those. Uh, who if you have them available, because yeah, because there's like 57 57 percent of people have them available. So it, I think that would be the the way to go for sure. Because again, they have just no future. But you're not going to feel comfortable playing Cleveland the rest of the year. Like that's just that there, there's no chance. I was big on saying I didn't script it this year because I don't think you could have. But I, I got when I got to the uh, the Bills part, I tried to do it through Thanksgiving, and then I, I did do it through Thanksgiving. I would have played the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, but then the Sunday after, I left completely blank because I'm like, there's I have no idea who I would play. The 77 participants, which is 45% of the field, have the Patriots available. Um, if we're just talking future value for teams, after Atlanta this week, it's 
Tennessee, Buffalo, Indy, Buffalo, and then you don't have another chance to play them again until week 17, which is Jacksonville. So, again, just depending on game theory and, like, things like that and, you know, how you want to – if you have multiple entries maybe or, or stuff because, again, you're you're now got to get all the way to week 17 before, again, I think you feel really comfortable playing the Patriots again. And, again, you got to make it to week 17. Congratulations to the 173 entrant entries which uh, we figure, best we can figure, is about 150 different people. Three different people with three apiece and 18 with two apiece. Everybody else is a single, at least by the names. There might have been some people that did different kinds of names, but from what we can tell, it's about 150 different people with 100. Even if I had two entries last week, yeah, I'd have been gone. I'd still be gone. Oh, me too. Because me too. I'd have played the Ravens on Thursday, and then I'd have played the Steelers, and and then the Big Ben news didn't come till after deadline. I'd have so lost three. Been... I'd have lost three in a row. <laughs> Bills, which I lost. Ravens on a Thursday, and then I would have lost Pittsburgh on Sunday. <laughs> I lost them all. So, so yeah, made it count. My three, my three. Good thing I just lost all three with week one. Yeah. Save me the trouble. Mavericks, Suns, Bulls, Blazers. Those are late NBA tip-offs. The nightcap with Tim Murray and Sean King. They'll take you through those, and they'll update you with all the scores. Next from Circa. Enjoy from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.